Hey y'all, thanks for taking the time to listen to this installment of Go South, Old Man, a somewhat weekly podcast where a northern-born southerner explores some of the lesser-known things in and around the southeastern United States. The subject of this installment relates to something kind of different you find down here in the South. You see, there's a fair number of what are referred to as ruins. Many of these were factories or industries of some sort, with many being water-powered mills, and today they survive in various stages of degradation. I can think of about a half dozen or so just within 20 miles of my house. I think the abundance of them, here in Georgia anyway, is thanks in large part to a Union general by the name of William Tecumseh Sherman who passed through the state in 1864 while on his way to Atlanta and Savannah. As is well known, or I hope it's well known to you, my informed listener, is that Sherman had an outstanding order to destroy anything that contributed to the aid of the Confederate Army or the war effort in general. Naturally, since most of the factory mills of the time here in the South fell under this broad definition, well, let's just say his army created quite a few ruins. I decided to go visit one of these ruined mills, the Soak Creek Paper Mills, or what remained of them. So on a nice, sunny, cool spring afternoon, I collected up a couple young, energetic young men who continue to insist that they're somehow related to me, and we headed over there. The remnants of this mill complex are in the Chattahoochee River Natural Recreation Area, and it's about 25 miles north of Atlanta. Uh, I need to throw a little trivia in here. The state of Georgia has no national parks. Oh, I know, I know. We have plenty of national rec areas, national forests, national battlefields, national swamps, national historic places, pretty much everything but an actual national park. Now, I've gotten into some surprisingly heated debates about this, but it's the fact. You can go look it up. Meanwhile, back on the farm, or mill I should say, The whole complex was originally built in 1855, and by 1859, it was in full operation. It's what they referred to as a rag mill, and that's because the paper was made from linen rags and old cotton, which were reduced to fibers and then pressed into paper. If you take a close look at any U.S. paper currency today, you'll likely be able to see little fibers. It's made from a similar process. The mill provided various types of paper to most of the South, including newspapers and also the uh, Confederate government, which used it to make money. This led to a rumor that it was actually a mint, but there's no evidence that they actually ever printed money here. During the Civil War, they switched over and were making cartridge paper that was used in Confederate guns. 
So this naturally made it a target of destruction by the aforementioned General Sherman. And in July of 1864, the Union Army did just that, burning the mill. However, you have to realize that these mills had a foundation, walls, and supports made of stone. And so you can see those still standing today, since obviously they didn't burn. This mill was actually rebuilt after the war, but a few years later, a careless worker accidentally burned a large percentage of it down again. Still, it was profitable, so it was rebuilt again. And they added some other products to help with the uh, bottom line, including twine. They also built some additional buildings to house a pulp mill, which allowed them to make paper out of the very abundant pine trees in the area. Well, despite all these efforts, the lack of a train track meant that by 1902, the mill went bankrupt. It closed down and was abandoned. Nature, as it always does, started to slowly reclaim its territory. It's a process that's still going on today. To see these ruins, you need to hike about oh, three quarters of a mile down through the woods. It's a semi-rough path and of a moderate grade, so it's not handicap accessible. And there are spots where you need to cross some wet, muddy areas. So wear shoes that you don't mind getting a little dirty. Now, as you descend down the path, you'll find yourself parallel to Paper Mill Road, appropriately enough. And you'll see the first stone walls off to your right, just before you get to where the road crosses Soap Creek. This building was a fairly large, rectangular-shaped building, and it's what's left of the paper, or I mean, excuse me, the pulp mill. And only today the walls remain. The river runs just below it, and it's a popular spot for folks to just come and relax. You can wander around and through the remains, or sit out in the sun on one of the boulders. Because the river here is pretty wide and shallow, so there's a lot of little waterfalls and gentle rapids. It's just very picturesque. Many people think this is all there is to see of the ruins, and when they've had enough, they head on back. But they're actually missing out on a lot of what there is to see. Well, as you come back up the trail a little bit, and there are no signs, you need to cross over the vehicle bridge to the other side of the stream. There, we headed down an unmarked trail, which is about 25 feet above the river, for about a quarter mile downstream, and you eventually come to the more impressive ruins of the original rag mill. This was a much larger set of buildings, and they were looked to be interconnected. The columns, walls, and window openings provide a better feel for what this factory, which at one time was the largest paper mill in the South, must have been like. You can't walk through these ruins, as the National Park Service doesn't want any three-story high stone walls falling on their visitors. But the more adventurous, and those in better shape than yours truly, might want to get down 
between the ruins and the river for a unique view. I started to attempt this, but discretion being the better part of valor and not wanting to explain an unplanned hospital trip to my wife, I quickly retreated back up to the established trail. On the hill above the ruins, out of sight, is the famed Atlanta Country Club, one of the top 100 courses in the country. And it has a signature 13th hole, which supposedly offers a really good view of the ruins. I was going to stop by there and take a look at it for myself. But you have to be a member to get on there. And when I found out that membership is around 75 grand a year plus another 10,000 in fees, well, I'll just settle for the view I had. The closest parking to the ruins is off Paper Mill Road and costs five bucks a day. It's about a two mile hike round trip from this lot down to the ruins. If this lot is full, and it might be since this is a popular spot, you have another option. You can drive around and park in the Chattahoochee National Rec area at the Cochrane Shoals area off Columns Drive. Just go all the way to the end and you'll dead end at the parking lot. From there, you can hike over the hill and eventually wind your way down to the mill. However, this will give you about a four and a half to five mile round trip hike. If you go to these mills, I would say give yourself a good two to three hours to do the hike and see the ruins. And whatever you do, don't forget your camera. So until next time, thanks for listening and stay curious.